Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast produced by me, Fraser McGrew, for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision-making. I'm here with Chris Ragg and Nick Hare of Aleph Insights, and this week we're discussing wheels versus doors. Chris, wheels, doors, which is better? <laughs> That's not exactly the question, but... Uh, well, hold on, it was wheels. Yeah. Okay, well, who's yeah. winning then? Wheels versus doors? Yeah, yeah, well, quite. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, essentially, for those who don't recognise uh, th- those two terms... Which includes me. Well, I know what they are, but... Yeah, know. hopefully you know what wheels and doors are. But uh, there has been um, a, a huge debate... Uh, raging since um, a Kiwi uh, Twitter user um, at New York Nixon um, posted or created a, a, a poll via via um, Twitter that he that he forwarded that basically said my, my mates and I are having the stupidest debate. Um, do you think there are more doors or wheels in the world? Ooh. So so that's that's the that's the question. Um, Interesting. What I think and and. You know, this has been now because it hasn't been that long. I think it was it's you know been less than a, a month since this this debate has been raging. Okay. Um, but the volume of uh, analysis that's gone into it has been has been huge. So I don't think we're particularly going to address the the question itself. What we're interested in primarily is why has that captured everybody's imagination, and and what does it say about the nature? of a great question. And I think this is great. I'm looking forward to this. Also, um, I just wonder, is a great question now the same as, you know, 20, 30 years ago? Because part of this is the enabling issue, uh, enabling um, vehicle of Twitter. Um, but I don't think that's the most interesting thing about it. Yeah. But it's what is yeah. it? With- certainly the propagation of the question yes. wouldn't have been possible Without, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This kind of thing, but yeah. yeah so, yeah. okay, I don't. It's, it's such a big issue, a uh, big question. I'm not quite sure how to go at this. It is. It's bigger um, than Israel Palestine. Yeah, it's much more. Well, it, yeah, it is. But it's well, gone. It's, instinct. Start with your instinct. Okay. Well, I mean, this is really for you guys, not for me. But I mean, it's you know, what is a good question? What's the question? Why? Why would we ask a question? What no, are we trying no, no, to answer? No, no, no. Start with your instinct about what there's more of, wheels or doors. Oh, so we do want to discuss the question. Oh, yeah, we definitely want to dive oh, into wheels. He just said we don't doors. want to, but yeah, anyway. We do. Well, we need okay, to well, talk let, about let's that. briefly touch upon it. Because that, that will give us a bit of a case study. Into I mean, why what's this great. Is interesting. And actually, what's great about this question is part of you goes, ah, wheels, because they tend to be more of them on, mm. on any individual thing. And you think cars, you think bikes, brilliant. Okay. Um, so immediately that sort of starts up. I mean, cars, cars uh, cancel themselves out, don't they? How do you mean? Cars They've have got, got four, four doors and four wheels. Oh, God. Well, I mean, but they tend to have more. More wheels They've than doors. They've got a spare wheel in the boot. And they can get two but doors. But is the boot a door? Right. And yeah. is the bonnet a door? In yeah, which yeah, case, yeah. in right. fact, they've got more doors. All these than... peripheral ancillary questions. And, well, no, I yeah, think yeah. we should discuss some of them because they're but actually But also, quite what do we mean by a door? Because, uh, yeah, as soon as right, we... So that's I, a good question. Spin-off I, question. Yeah, exactly. Because I think for, for a door, I, I don't think car door. I just think a door in a building. Right. Um, now, and, what about a cupboard door? Right, exactly. Or, yeah, yeah. or, as has even been put forward, the door on an advent calendar. Mm, yeah, yeah. So it gets to, we get down to definitions. 
Um, but let's say let, let, let's define for a moment. Let's try and attack this. We'll yeah. attack this question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So let's define. I don't know why I'm answering this. This is your guys. This is your podcast. But for me, a door. Let's say a door means a door in a building, um, and it can be an external door and it can be an internal door. Okay? No, that's way too restrictive. Because why? A cupboard door is definitely a no. door. No. Well, you've asked me to define it. I'm defining it. This is how I well, want to define it. Or, or this is what I think is a good definition right. because otherwise it starts to get too loose. As in, you know, uh, what if we have a dumb waiter? What if we have an advent calendar? What if we, what, 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 what car doors? Um, a lift door doors. into your mind. Well, well, yeah, no, exactly. No, I te- no, no, no. So I, 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 I think oh, it's not, no, no, no. I think it's you, not unsensible no, to, re- listen. Advent calendar I, no, no, no. Is, I can rule it out. You, Fine. No, I'll, listen. Nick, you asked me. Go I'm on, answering. Go on, go on, go on. So I think it's not unsensible to say, let's, for the purposes of getting an answer, let's restrict it to doors uh, in into buildings or doors inside buildings. Let's say that for a moment. Right, but, okay? what, now, but that, that is a cupboard door is inside a building. Yeah, but it's not, you don't walk through it. Yeah, you can do. But, all, mm. but, but I mean, look, I, I, I no, think it's No, but more, it means if you mean a kitchen cupboard that's on the wall, on the a, wall no. I'm going to say it's a hinged panel that uh, divides a volume into two uh, volumes. I think I think that is going to do the trick for me. So there has to be space behind it. So a false door. Precisely. False door on an advent calendar. No. Okay. Okay. So uh, you can define calendar. it like that. All right. But you, so you could, and then you could. No, I think my definition is really good because it covers all the things that people think of a doors and rules out all the stupid things like advent calendars. But it would include cupboard doors. Yes. But that's fine. I, I want it to include cupboard doors. All right. So, I mean, anything other than cupboard doors. So, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, so, I mean door... doors that I've talked about, door cupboard doors as well, well uh, any other prob- doors. Yeah, I've what, got what a bit about, of a problem what about mine the cover? What about, what about the cover? Lids. The lids. cover on your piano, you're upright over there. Yeah, yeah so yeah, you would include yeah, yeah, yeah. that. So, so I think maybe it has to with be a space. hinged, but it also has to... But that is not a door. It's got the movement, the movement has to be... Sure. It has to be in, in, the, in the sort of vertical... If I would say to you, could you lift that, could you open that door for me? You'd go, what are you talking about? You're right, okay, so it has to be, so I think it has to be on its side. So lids, a lid wouldn't count, but if you put the box on its side... So if you put that piano on its side, suddenly it turns into a door. But then that's yes. facetious because yeah, why not? actually you probably wouldn't keep a piano on its side. Or Yeah, would you were... call a uh, the entrance to an attic a door? I, I, I mean, I think what this... Hold on. But also, I just realised, if... If, if 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 you were to go into the kitchen I, and I would say, oh, could you open that door, please? You would go over to the door at the back of the house into your garden, right? And I would go, no, no, that one on the wall. Yeah, but that's because I'm would inferring... say, you mean, So you say, oh, Fraser, you mean the cupboard door. Yeah, that's because I would and infer so that you would never so need a cupboard door open. So therefore, it's actually not a door. No, because cu- you would never need the cupboard door opened. What oh, about no, no, a that's door, not the what, correct What answer? about a door yes. that's been manufactured but isn't in place yet? Right, But anyway, I, what I think this, what I think this highlights... Just to say, I know, but I just want to win this... Um, it just shows you you're wrong oh because right, let's, let's it's take not. Your definition: Are there more doors or wheels? Well, hold on. Okay, he hasn't defined wheels yet. We haven't even yeah, got, we haven't even got to wheels yet. But because I, I think what Chris is going to say, actually, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but it's just start show what in how you know how you interpret. We haven't we haven't even got near an answer yet. No, and we're right? still defining. Yeah, and there's certain still areas. a heated debate around. Yeah, this yeah, one. yeah. Let's not even get into wheels. Well, well, no, because I, I think you want to get into key, wheels because because watching what you want we're wheels, doing, I'll give you wheels. What we're, watching what we're doing now is an important <laughs> yeah, yeah, thing yeah, to yeah, understanding yeah, yeah. why this is interesting. Absolutely. But I started by You're so simply going doors. around my house. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I counted. Uh, 21 doors okay um, now that does include a few cupboard doors lest you think I live in some kind of mansion yeah there's I thought there were 21 doors um, and then I and I thought well but in my son's room alone there's Lego 
Mm, think of and all those, Lego, it's got doors uh, and wheels. We all know they're the biggest tire manufacturer in the world in terms of numbers of units. So he's going to have over a, he's got to have a hundred Lego wheels, if not more. Mm. Um, and then, of course, I realised just on my chair in the bunker, there's ten wheels wait, wait. in, yeah, my, yeah. in the bunker. Yeah, wait. and now Chris is going to say, "What about Lego doors?" And I was right. like, "Ah, but that's now, not a door. Is it a door? But if the wheel is a wheel, why can't the, if a Lego well, there wheel is a wheel? Yeah, far fewer." Lego doors um, than there are wheels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I concluded that in my house, there's probably half an order of magnitude more wheels than doors. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and and scaling up to the entire world, therefore, there are more wheels than doors. Unless there's, yeah. And that's that's to say nothing of the things in like things inside a say a clock mechanism, which might be a wheel. Could uh, be described as a wheels, but again, depends on on how you're defining a wheel yeah, yeah. presumably so i think lots of these definitions of wheels are just not commonsensical you know how about a wheel attached to a vehicle that's the only wheel that counts well no i mean a wheel on a chair that's a wheel don't tell me that that's not that's clearly a wheel A wheel that is attached to something that helps that thing move yeah go on um yeah, yeah. but a cog in a clock helps something move but it doesn't no but it doesn't help the object itself move it helps something within the object move okay well which acts as a which is sits between the object and the floor no but and, and there's and, a reason why and, a cog it, is called a cog and what a wheel about is called what a wheel. about you know those um you know at the end of the supermarket conveyor belt yeah there's the little thing with wheels on mm, rollers. Yeah, the, 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 the rollers the rollers right yeah, yeah so uh, i think uh, they're called rollers not wheels yeah okay they're so called they rollers in them but they do help something move and they do rotate yeah but they're not moving that thing along they're not moving with the thing yeah that's what I mean. Right. So, so I mean, I, well, I'm the only person who's given an answer so far. So, well, no, I've, I want to actually, which there are more, yeah. you say wheels is the answer, right? Well, that's so my, my I would proposal. say by my definitions, um, so a door being a thing that you can walk through um, and it's in a house, but is not a cupboard because a cupboard's a different thing to a door um, and it's into the house or inside the house. Those are doors. Wheels are things on which you... Yeah, yeah, we've which, done all that. What's the answer? I think... Wheels. Yeah. I mean, the Empire, State I Building, the Empire State Building definitely doesn't have one room per person, but it has at least five wheels per person because every person has a chair on wheels. Yeah. So, and within and, that, my definition, that would, yeah. And somebody else pointed out that where, whereas a wheel can be a door, a door can't be a wheel. Hold on. A wheel can be but a door, but a door actually, can't be a wheel. That turns out not to be what? a very useful piece of information, <laughs> but it's just an interesting argument. That's well, you could presumably a... construct a, uh, hang on. How could a wheel be a door? Well, you, 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 you. you. I, I get how a door can't be a wheel. Oh, oh, like, like a, almost like a rotate one of those um, revolving doors. Is that what you mean? Mm. You could imagine uh, making a door out of a wheel. Yes. Anyway, I, it doesn't make much sense. Though. So. However, I did actually think. Um, I wonder if I can work out how many trapdoor spiders there are because they have doors. <laughs> um, but actually, is a trapdoor a door? Not by your definition. No, it's so, not. It's a uh, trapdoor. Yeah. Um, anyway, so let's bring in, so let's bring in Chris because you, uh, when we were me and Nick were having our discussion, you said, "Ah, well, this shows." Let go from yeah. there. Yeah. Well, so so I think um, you know one of one of the interesting aspects of this this question is it's not it's not unidimensional, right? And there before you even get to 
trying to estimate the answer there's the whole issue of defining defining the terms i think there's also an, another intriguing aspect of this question is that it feels like there should be an answer to it. it feels like there is a definite answer it's not one of those questions like why am i here that's open-ended it's there there is a number of doors by any definition and there are a number of wheels that actually exist today that are theoretically knowable yes but which practically is completely unknowable so so yeah. I, I i think um that in itself is 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 interesting and it's and it's philosophical and it's you know it brings in semantics and um and all sorts of approaches to estimation and analysis uh so 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 i think there are lots of factors in this question that mm. make it an intriguing question absolutely so where do we go well I, is there let's something just want talk to talk about yeah, those kinds of that this taxonomy of questions yes because um I think we, if we start with the logical positivists as a right. natural starting point, their division. I remember studying this briefly, but I don't really. I can't remember what logical well, positivism is about. Well, it's just a very, a very simple uh, but extremely powerful kind of idea that I feel like if everyone had this idea in their heads, life would be much easier. Um, which is, and it's not, and it's not totally straightforward. But I mean, as a general rule, mm. debates tend to be debates either about the meaning and use of a word, mm. or they're about something factual. That's that's the logical positive. It's for something to be meaningful. If I say something meaningful, and you disagree, we must be doing disagreeing gotcha. about something factual. We can go and find so out. So either something real, or, or that we, or that we're, we're not sure about the terms. Yeah. Or, so yeah. If, if I say, oh, you know, so that's man, definitely what's going on here. If I say humankind, well, both made, things are going on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, right. But if I say humankind, you know, has made progress in the last thousand years, and you say, well, no, because we're still killing each other, and I say, yeah, but we put a man on the moon. Mm. Um, we might disagree on all the facts. It's just whether we call that progress is probably where we differ on there, mm -hmm. and it's and it's a different kind of debate. Like we can't go out and prove it with by getting some information from somewhere. As Chris says, there is a bit of that going on here. Although I would say it probably the answer. I, I would have thought the answer, whatever it is, is not that sensitive to def definitional discussions um but it is an interest definitely an interesting aspect of wheels v doors just to but, but i just also just want to add one extra thing which the logical positivists would have said was probably meaningless but but i mean in, i think it's another important category which is debates about preferences which i think also cause the, the, some of the big you know the, if when we're looking for what are the big debates that people you know eternally fight about um a lot of kind of the internet arguments fall into that category so it's you know should you have pineapple on a pizza should you bite or lick an ice cream uh what's the correct way to draw an x who who ought to have the armrests on the middle seat of an airplane and questions like that which seem very important and about which it's possible to make progress by introducing arguments but which ultimately boil down to a question of preferences um, rather mm. than rather than a factual or definitional question. And and sorry to interrupt. And I think actually, as you were talking there, I think the most interesting, um, if 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 the sort of two things you talked about, which is you're either talking about you know an argument about the real facts, or you're talking about definitions. 
in this case with the wheels versus doors i think what's far far more interesting is defining is you know the definitions rather than rather than where we had most heated debate and i because who really cares how many wheels or or doors who i mean who knows i mean i mean whatever but what's way more interesting and what we were getting more into is okay let's get into the guts of this and what are we really talking about what what are our definitions yeah and i I, and i think that's sort of born out you know nick was talking about preferences and you know that was sort of satirized by by swift with the the idea of which which end you should or how you should stand your your egg and that being a a contentious debate between you know the people of of, of uh, Lilliput and uh, uh, Blathuscu mm-hmm. um, but um, but obviously that was satirizing the real world right and if you look at things like the Reformation you know thousands of lives lost over what the three of us here I'm sure would say are are similar issues of of preference we don't feel them ourselves you know and they look trivial to us but obviously people were prepared to be burnt at the stake for mm, for that mm. that particular question you know were so committed and engaged but, I, but I, I yeah and i think that it's interesting that people don't generally have religious debates these days that feel like factual debates but that in the uh, time of the Reformation, that was much more of a thing. Yeah. You know, people would talk about, well, is it actually the body and blood of Christ or is it actually not? Mm. And, you know, lacking someone to swoop in and say, look, we've got the scientific method. Um, we can find this out provided you can provide us with a, you know, a kind of critical experiment where we can find out whether this piece of bread is is a body or not. Um you know, is uh, given that that didn't exist, I think it was much easier to carry a debate like that on than it is these days. Because sure. someone at some point is going to pull a logical positivism on it and say, you know, this is pretty meaningless. So I can't remember how and why you brought in logical positivism, but I might have headed you off on something else there. We, you, you started talking about that, and I think you were going to move on to something else about. Hey, we're talking about how can we go at this? How can we examine this question? So we talked about logical positivism. Just, just that's. I, I think. I think you know. I suppose all I, all I'm trying to say is they're actually those sorts of debates have very different character. Um, you know, when 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 you're having an interesting discussion about a piece of fact. Now, in this case, I think you know more wheels or doors. Let's assume we have an absolute tight. It's a bit like you know we know what an ant and a bee is, right? But are there more ants than bees? You you kind of think, well, I I don't really know, but you could think your way through it. You could have quite an interesting discussion about whether there are more ants than bees. The I think the discussion about the definitions is an enabling factor but it's not like once you've got that sorted the answer would be obvious I, th- I think it's interesting that this question actually has both of those mm. yeah yeah chris looks like he wants to say something yeah well i was just going to say um uh there there is a there is a issue at the heart of this really which is um what is a question right do you see what i've done there I like it. Yeah, yeah. I but like the question, what is a question? Yeah. Um, but the, because um, there's some quite interesting research done by, uh, or not research, but but thinking done by um, uh, Dr. Lani Watson, the, the, the Oxford um, philosopher, um, who, who's been looking at, you know, what, what, const- what do people understand as to what constitutes a question? So, for example, when you type a search into Google, is that, is that a question? You know, we're expecting Peter in a moment, right? When he, when he, if he rings the doorbell, if the doorbell rings and we 
something will come into our mind. Is that a question? They, they, they've sort of done... No. Um, well, are we asking, are we asking us, when he rings the doorbell and we think, I wonder if that's oh, Peter. Oh, do you mean think questions we pose to ourselves? Pose to ourselves, time. internal questions. Similarly, um, uh, in fact, she's done quite an ex- interesting experiment. So she, um, she's posed scenarios to people thousand you know a few thousand people and said do you think there's a question here so rather than look at a philosophical definition of it what how do people themselves define what questions are and when um the scenario was you know uh, sarah is uh, walking up the street she gets to the uh to the edge of the pavement she looks both ways um is that a question 66 percent of people said there was a there was a question there, which is presumably, you know, should I cross? Should I cross the road now? Oh, so, I was thinking of it more along the lines of, is there a car coming, or is there a car As coming? Was I, yes, yeah. Yeah. it's, it's yeah. very similar. But yeah. I mean, so, but, but it's quite, it's quite interesting, you know. So, actually, you know, questions are far more prevalent than just debate type questions. But the question is, what elevates something from something going on in our mind or something? we we might be considering to a question that formulates debate that gets schools around it and so on that's so this is this feels to me this is about information right so oh, you're doing well fraser <laughs> spot on thank you sir um it it feels like you know so that question that everyone recognizes that that's a question even though the question is not um verbalized explicit, even explicit yeah. which is that person is looking for information um that's going to help her make a decision in a moment whether to cross the road or not right it's a very specific is peter going to arrive mm, i mean that's similar okay but I guess it's a question about what's the right question, what's the appropriate question. See, I mean, this is, this is the thing that I don't think a question is, I don't think you can meaningfully distinguish a question from simply a hypothesis. And a hypothesis is something that could be true. Mm. And that's, that you know, trivially can transform a hypothesis into a question. So as you say, I think a question is like potential information. It's Anything about matching. That is possible information. So let's say I want to know whether this evening... When I go to the casino, should I put all my money on red or should I put right, all my a, money on okay, my black? There is a slight issue there, but that, that's... But, but what okay. I want to say is I could ask the question, is Peter going to arrive? Mm. Right? That that question doesn't help me answer whether it should go on red or black. Okay? No, okay. So I was going to... Yeah. So that there is... I think we want to distinguish between interesting questions and useful questions. Right? So useful questions, this idea of value of information, quite well developed. And um, it's essentially de-risking a decision so information that de-risks a decision which makes it more likely you're going to choose the appropriate action so in the case of going to the casino um the the information about whether the ball's going to come down on red or black is very useful for you and you'd be willing to pay an enormous amount of money for that um for that piece of information you know if you could if you had a million pounds to bet on black or red really you'd be able to you'd be willing to pay you know up to well in theory half a million quid but you know, uh, to to get a definite answer to that question, don't you definitely green. make a profit. Could, could 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 be green. Could be green. In fact, you, I think. In, well, that's in, why in, in the US, I think you can bet on green, can't you? So, um, but anyway, the the so there's that question about useful information, 
which is nowhere near the same as interesting information, right? Go and on. so I wanted to, and I think useful is quite well understood. Yeah. And I'm not sure it's worth talking much about, but it's yeah. basically useful information gives Agreed. you an insight into the state of the world in such a way that you can tune your um, decision to the world. Um, and so important, useful information is not the same as interesting. Now, what and, makes and something I th- interesting? I think it's worth, I think it's worth pointing out that the answer to this wheels versus doors question is evidently not useful, right? Right. I mean, but the the debate about the semantics or, or of it is more on the interesting side of things. Yes. Do we agree? Okay, good. Let's talk about then, wh- wh- what do you mean by interesting, right? What do we mean by that? I've got a few suggestions. I don't know if Chris has got some proposed criteria for interestingness. First of all, it can't be easy to just find the answer out. Okay. Right. Which means that we, we're in the realm of things that are not covered by statistical data sets and things where we can just go and look it up. I mean, that's obvious, right? But um, and, and I think that's part of the reason why Google has really killed a lot of those pub debates because it's now easy to find out yeah. the answer to things. Yeah. But, you know, as we know with Wheels v. Doors, there's no database of all the wheels and doors in the world, which, which is great. So we're in the realm of the uh, unmeasured. So I think, first of all, it's got to be not measured, so not easily find-outable. Um, I, and also, I don't think it should fall to common sense very easily. So, in other words, if I said, "What are there more of, doors or MRI machines?" Yeah. Right. Well, that's the, it's obvious that there's more doors. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, if I say, "What are there more doors than houses?" You'd be like, "Well, yes, because every house has a door." Easy reasoning gets you to the answer. Sure. So it's got to be not in that realm either. But I think it should involve the ability to introduce interesting arguments like yeah. it can't just be a ma- it's like if i said what are there more grains of couscous or grains of rice on this table and mm. you'd be like well i could find the answer out and it would be laborious but it would be there's no interesting argument i know yeah, i could brute yeah. force an answer to that uh whereas this question about you know these kind of interesting insights about oh you know every chair has five wheels but every person has less than the door and you think oh okay that's important Let's add that in. But now we need to think of another case, which perhaps isn't covered by that. Are there yeah. buildings where there aren't any wheels or are there cars or vehicles where there's no doors? And, you know, there's sort of interesting multi, multiple different types of case. So I think that that question of interesting reasoning, you, you have to be able to apply reasoning to it, almost like doing Fermi analysis, you know. on Watching analysis? The, well, Fermi analysis, you know, Enrico Fermi was this physicist who worked on the Manhattan Project, among other things. But he was famous for being able to uh, answer apparently unanswered questions and it's mm. something that um interviewers like to uh test people on so it's things like you know how many piano tuners are there in chicago or how long would it take to move the great pyramids you know 30 miles down the road or whatever mm. um questions like that you know where you have to kind of work out an answer on the back of an envelope and um certainly in our line of work you know one of the things that we try and encourage people to do is uh fermi reasoning because it really gets you quite a long way by itself and and I think sorry. Wheels, what is the difference between that kind of reasoning and other reasoning? Oh, it's just the name given to that sort of. Okay, I don't have any information, but I'm going to build a model. Breaking down your, yeah, your making estimates into constituent parts. So, so let's yeah. Okay. So, so with how wheels, many houses first of all? How many doors does right? It so have? working right, what data you do have stuff. and building a framework yeah, and yeah, exactly building a model okay. uh, that in, that that you can then make 
do some work for you without actually going and finding out. You don't need to go and find out some sure. data somewhere. But but there's some interesting model building that you can do that gives you some insight into it. Like the, the Drake equation is a good example, which is about the number of uh, intergalactic intelligent civilizations. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so where you might go, well, I don't know. We've got one sample, which is Earth. What's that going to tell us? And Frank Drake created this kind of model, which says okay well how many planets have got water on or whatever how many planets are this far from the sun and what percentage how many galaxies are there and you know you work when you end up with a kind of number at the end and you go okay well you know is that right or wrong but the point is you've got a better understanding of of rather than just sticking your finger in the air and, yeah. yeah okay so so that's my yeah so i i'd say you know that it can't be easy to find out the answer it mustn't fall easily to common sense but that, that it has to be vulnerable to some kind of um, Fermi analysis to be to be interesting. Okay, um, we're annoyingly we're getting close to needing to to stop. We've still got plenty of you know juice. There's still plenty here to talk about, but we're sort of you know towards the end. Um, I want to talk about answers for a moment. Um, I don't know if this is the same thing or something different. So, um, and I, perhaps we should come to Chris, but. Because I do, I, I could be wrong, and we talked about this in the pre-research, right? Which was when we decide which, um, ep, what, what subject we're going to talk about. Because the Japanese... And that's where the research stops with you. Yeah, it? It, oh, yeah. no, it does. <laughs> and it's only when I hit record that I, I, I then start the to think about the question. research starts with the pre-research phase. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it starts and stops there. Um, Moo. Right, we talked about this. Is this the relevant Buddhist, or not? The Zen concept. Yeah, which is a Japanese concept of you know should i um you know sh is god watching me right is he watching me and should i so should i be worried about the fact that god's watching me and so modify my behavior i think a good answer to that might be mu okay which if i if i understand correctly the concept it's not a question it's not uh, the answer does not mean yes it does not mean no it means you defined your question uh, poorly or the question is irrelevant right and I think that would be a good response to that question. Um, am I on something? Do you want to talk about that? Are we talking about the same thing or something well, different? Or, see, or... I, I, well, go on. Yeah, I want to hear from Chris yeah, for a bit. Yeah, well, I was just going to say that I think um, it, it partly comes back to Nick's distinction between useful and interesting questions mm. because useful questions need to be properly defined so that you know and, and there's obviously been a lot of work done for example on geopolitical forecasting and the fact that if you ask a vague question you're going to get a not terribly useful answer and that it needs to you know have sort of set parameters around the question and so mm -hmm. on um, so I think it does apply in that case however I think something like the wheels versus doors question shows that actually uh, poorly defined questions, not poorly defined questions, but questions with um, hidden depth are actually intriguing. So it seems like the answer to that question, the, the wheels versus doors question, is straightforward at first glance. But there is hidden hidden depth to it. So once you, you then go, oh, hang on a minute, what actually is a, a door or a wheel? And then you start wondering about... Um, uh, how you might determine that. So what looks like a simple question has got, got layers. And I think um, also as you're going down and trying to answer that question, you are sort of applying skills or building models as, as you go. And so I think in the question, or in terms of what makes a, an interesting question, I think 
there you've got to really think about it more like it's the journey rather than the destination whereas your your issue of uh well that question's not defined i can't really answer that that question i think misses the point of what an interesting question is it's Mm. about getting to the answer it's not about the answer itself yes whereas a useful question is one where i'd really like to know the answer please okay yeah no that makes sense we need to wrap up i've actually got a question or two i want to ask before we do i mean this reminds me of going back to when i was thinking about what course i might study at university um i remember in the prospectus um when i was thinking about you know theology i was interested in history i was interested in english um and i think the prospectus is said theology is a subject for people who are more interested in questions than answers and i read that it's not dishonest it's not is it no um and for me i was like yes okay great sign me up i'm up for that um Anyway, my question is this, unless anything burning you want to add? I, I just I feel like we've slightly skated over the fact that uh, even questions about definitions um, at a deeper level can be really interesting. And in fact, I think are the most interesting. So in other words, what does I thought the we concept... covered that nicely, no? Well, Go we on. didn't really cover... Yeah, I think, you know... Go for it quickly. The really, the really, and then... But I mean, the really big questions yeah. in philosophy. Yeah. Um, you know, what does good mean? What yeah. does true mean? What is science? What does it mean to be alive? Um, uh, those kinds of questions are can be you know generate lots of really interesting debates. And they're not about definition. They're not. Are no. They? Then well, well. I mean, they can they're, be. But they're also, almost. They're about what how a concept works. I think is 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 what I would yeah. say. Yeah. Tell me the questions I, again, for example. Well, I mean, what does you know, good mean? Good, yeah, ethics yeah. or uh, you know epistemology and all of those kind of you know questions about what 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 even why am I here really is a question about what do you mean by yeah although why? i would say that that's a re- very straightforward factual question i mean mm. that's that's you know you can answer that the, the, with, yeah um, one of the things that people think philosophers are interested in is what's the meaning of life but i think most philosophers say it doesn't have one and and it's a, not a well-formed question but, yeah yeah but i mean there are things like um uh debates like in in uh the predictor which is a debate in decision theory for example uh i won't go into it people can look it up but it's uh, absolutely generated absolutely tons of discussion for a very simple problem because it's not clear how you would go about attacking it but it's but it's clearly still a meaningful question but it's not a factual question you you go out and get some data about it it's really about it's on a very deep level about the meaning of some of the concepts and about you know whether or not those concepts are coherent and things so i think those kinds of debates are really good we haven't really touched on no we and yeah it's it's almost another podcast um this part is kind of makes me want to go off and uh do you know an online uh degree in philosophy that said i remember i opted to take a a paper at university on the philosophy of religion i hated it Mm. um and i remember chris lear we were talking in one of the episodes he was on we were talking about um philosophers and how they're very good at sort of you know teasing this stuff out um and in many ways their job is thinking about this and having good answers to Mm. it or good questions but nobody understands what philosophers are talking about. Um, yeah, it's not not true. It's just a myth that people you, who don't know about philosophy spin. I think. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, philosophy is very straightforward. It's I don't think it is. Level. Uh, I don't think it is. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Listen, I just got a question I want to ask. Don't know if it's a good one or not. What's either the best question mm. you personally have ever been asked, or what's the worst question you personally have ever been asked? Yeah. I've got one. Apart from this one. Apart from, no, that was a, oh yeah, because that was the best, right? So, so yeah. Um, Good question. Yeah. Um, Anyone good to go? I am. Not, not yet, no. Okay, you go. Yeah, um, I, one of the ones that always springs to mind when I think about really, really good questions is uh, a 
it's I mean Mythbusters have tackled this one as well. But what's great about it is uh, the fact that you can um, sort of really work your way through it. Um, and uh, it, well, actually, I'll say I'll say two. Yeah, go so on. let's say um, you have a massive treadmill and a jumbo jet that's on the treadmill. Yeah. And the treadmill is designed so that however fast the jumbo jet is going, it's going backwards at the same speed. Mm. Can the plane take off? Mm. That's a, a brilliant question. There is actually, well, in my mind, a very clear answer, but I won't I won't say what it is. Um, the other one is um, where you... Uh, Why did someone ask you that? No, they didn't. Well, it's an internet question okay. from a few years ago. Okay. But the other one is that you have a, uh, a, no, truck, by the way, full of, a truck full of birds. Yeah. And um, it's slightly heavier than the maximum weight of a bridge. And so the truck driver bashes the side. All the birds take off inside. And while they're flying, he is then lighter and can cross the bridge. Or not. Because aren't mm, the birds down beating thrust. down by the, with the same amount of force that they would need to keep themselves on? You know. But then you say, well, what if the, there was a bird flying overhead? while the truck was on the bridge would that make it heavier well no so how does you know could that work and under what conditions another brilliant question it is a brilliant question yeah but anyway we haven't got time to get into them now i think your best ever questions are not very good questions oh well, that's because you they're, you're... They're, they're, they are interesting they're yeah. interesting they are but interesting. they're not particularly personal to you no i um, think but the best internet debate ever was the dress we all know that. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that was that, was that to do with my favourite internet dress? Or black yeah. dress? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My okay. favourite uh, internet debate of all time, hands down, that one. But that's that's you know. And I'm right. Was it colour? That was was that it was yeah, about? Yeah, it was, yeah, was, yeah. It, was it white and gold? Gotcha. Or was it black and blue? Okay, but fine. it's been so done to death. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I can barely um, bring myself to raise it again. Although your questions are good questions. I'm. I didn't get what I wanted there, Nick. You disappointed me, uh, Chris. Uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll try and disappoint you even more, Fraser. Uh, no, my my. I think my the questions I'm interested in are are generally ones that have had like huge impact. So things like um, not who killed JFK, but like what was that all? What was that all about? Because even even you know all the, the there's obviously a whole history of conspiracy theories around that question but just what actually happened feels like it would be really satisfying to know to know the answer to so it's not necessarily a posed question but it's an open an open question you know that i think is is interesting and if the information were present it is answerable right there's yeah. a there's definitely an answer if yeah. we could access that information, yeah, it seems like there should be, um, and then and then the other kind of questions that I I like are, are similarly historical are counterfactual questions like what would have happened had the Nazis won the Second World War, and obviously there's a you know a whole fictional genre about about that kind of thing where actually I, I like counterfactuals because you don't know, but it's a really interesting thought experiment. So so yeah, those kinds of those kinds of historically um, fundamental questions, I, I like. Yeah, you have disappointed me. Yeah, um, gone. Just, now, you oh, now, I'm now you've built yourself up. Uh, get ready, right? Yeah. Um, by the way, I mean, counterfactuals are interesting, but are them can sometimes feel fairly meaningless because they they are themselves vulnerable to further counterfactuals. Yeah, true. So, so which, you gonna, are you about to say like? Why do men have nipples or something like no. that? No. What's your question? What's your You're gonna love the question. You're oh, gonna like right. This. Um, so this is the worst question I have ever been asked, right? 
So it was about, it was 2003, I believe. No, 2002. I was in Colorado. Um, and I was chatting to, I was in the middle of, I was very much a one horse town. Um, and this bloke at the bar starts chatting to me. Um, he's a local. Um, and at one point he just looked at me and said, so are you white? <laughs> right. And I've, I've, and, and I think the context of this was that I was wearing, I, I think I've mentioned this before. I was wearing a Brazilian football top, I think. Um, and I think I'd been talking. I, I, I don't know. I don't really know why he asked the question, to be honest. But I, I, I was... It's good, isn't it? Because you sort of think, I'm not sure where to start unpacking this one. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just completely, what? I, I, think mean, I just did a, not... I think that's quite a good question. It's a good question. I think that's a good question because it boils down to the whole issue of what what does that what does that question what you know the definition of what is white what is ethnicity uh why is he asking it in the first place what it has he why got does an he agenda? think that being brazilian that, stops you being white yeah i think i think that's There's so much going on that's there. an interesting question yeah so actually right I, here's out another question here's another question is can the worst ever question be actually the best ever question Right. Deep, get, man. Try and get your go noodle on, around go that. On, go on. Yeah. What's the What's the other one? What's your good question? Oh no, I only got. Only, oh, okay. No, that's yeah. fair yeah. enough. Yeah, 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 that'll do. Yeah. Um, and by the way, my mate, when I went back to the hotel and told him this, he thought it was hilarious. He couldn't stop laughing because, apart from anything else, I was actually bright red that day because mm. I'd got sunburnt. Um, all right, I think we'll stop there. So thank you, as always, for listening to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast. I'm Fraser McGrew, been here with Chris Rag and Nick Hare of Aleph Insights. Until next time. Goodbye.